Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. So our guest host today is the one and only Jake Dixon, founder of The Locker Room, which is an amazing real estate coaching and training company. And I have learned something about Jake this morning that has nothing to do with what we're going to be talking about. But I learned that he is a fan of the TV show, The Office, and is currently sitting at, at Dwight Schrute's desk, <laughs> <laughs> which is kind of mind-blowing, Jake. Uh, <laughs> I don't know where that we want to go. That's a true story. I have the certificate of authenticity right here. I am sitting at Dwight Schrute's desk. I swear to God. Wow. Okay. That is, that is, we're going to have to do a whole, those of you who don't know the TV show, The Officer, don't care. Dwight, Jake and I will just have our own conversation about that because yeah. that's awesome, man. I had to have just ticked up a couple notches on the cool meter. I'm not that cool, but that kind of makes me cool. I think so. And and by the way, that we've got a, a number of people watching on Facebook, and I'm sure over the next few minutes, we'll have a bunch of people streaming in. But those of you who are here on time, right? I got Heather and Connie here on camera. Let's give all the good stuff right now, Jake, so that way we'll reward people for being on time. What do you think? Let's do it. I'm ready, man. Ready when you are. Well, I'm, I'm just going to turn this over to you, man, because I'm, I'm here to learn like everyone else, because every time you're here, you give amazing information. Um, where, where do we want to start this morning? Where do you want to, where do you want to start from? And I'm going to dive right in. First of all, thanks for having me back. I guess that means I didn't screw up too, too bad the first time I was on here. So uh, it's an honor. It's a privilege, guys. Thanks for tuning in today. I know we've got thir- no 28 minutes exactly. So I'm going to dive in, Jesse, if that's all right, man. Let's do it. All right. So first of all, I, I called this It's Halftime. Let's get out there and win the second half of the game. Because those of you that don't know me, again, my name is Jake Dixon. I'm the founder of The Locker Room, which is a real estate coaching and training company. So I'm full of the puns and metaphors as it relates to sports. And you're just going to have to get over it. And I appreciate the smiles and laughs. So um, that being said, in all seriousness, how many of you uh, show hands or just type in the comment section somewhere? How many of you have watched any of the Olympic trials on TV? I know you're sitting there at some point clicking on the TV. So have you watched any of it, specifically track and field? Maybe I'm the only crazy one. All right, we got a few people. All right, good. So I don't know, man. Watch what's going on there. Aside from sheer entertainment purposes for some of us, there's a lot of wisdom packed into that. And it's going to tee us up for what I want to talk to you about today. Because these are tremendous. I mean, elite athletes the best in the world at what they're doing, running these races, take the hundred meter dash, for example, like I can't remember her name, but she just broke the world record or something. I believe guys, they're not, they're not looking to the right or their left. They are staring straight on to that finish line because they're focused on running their race. They're not focused on their neighbor and where he or she is, right? They're focused on running their race. Might I add, they're not just going through the motions. I mean, they're pumping their arms they are going as fast as they can And there's a moment for some of those athletes where they realize, shoot, I'm not going to win or crap. I'm not going to beat my personal best time. But guess what they do? Because they're at the best of the best in the entire world. They still finish strong, don't they? They still sprint all the way through that finish line because they know that there's something more at stake here. It's something bigger than just themselves. They take great pride in all the preparation that none of us get to see. We get to see them for 10 seconds on TV, right? But guess what also they do? As soon as they get close to that finish line, almost every single one of them will lean in. Where in your business, where in your life do you need to lean in right now? 
They lean forward just to get the tip of their hair, their nose or chin across that finish line, whether they're in fifth place or beating it out for first place. Okay. They know they're connected and they're representing something bigger. They're representing themselves. They're representing their families. Sounds a lot like you and I, doesn't it? Yeah, we're playing a bigger game here. So I'm not here to rah-rah and pump you up, although some of today might hopefully do that for you. But I want to give a little backstory, and this is all setting up what I'm here to talk to you about today. When we chose the name The Locker Room back in August of 2016, we're just a young pup in the grand scheme of things, right? It was because for me, my background was playing college and professional baseball. So it was symbolic in nature, right? To me, the locker room represents that sacred place where teams come together. They share blood, sweat, and tears with one another. That's where bonds are formed. That's the place where the coach puts up the X's and O's on the chalkboard saying, how are we going to strategize and win this game? And so it's for, for, it's for that reason, rather, that the locker room today stands for coming together as one tribe, one community, one team. And, and whether you are or aren't with us, it's, it's not what I'm here today for. But because we're together right now and you can see me or hear my voice, I consider us one team, one mission. And that's this amazing real estate community, regardless of what flag you wave. Let's get over ourselves a little bit, right? The civil war going on in real estate. Who gives us, you know what, what company you're affiliated with? Let's just go help people and sell some homes. Can I get an amen? Okay, I won't go on that. That's a different day, different topic. But I also believe that we're, we're working towards a common purpose. You and I have more in common with each other than we may think. Different goals in the end, but most of us, I've got to believe somewhere deep down, are pursuing the same thing, which is to fund a life by design, not a life by default, right? It's to pursue happiness, peace of mind. It's not about the money and the stuff, and there's nothing wrong with that. that that's great, too. But it's something deeper than that, right? And I want to bring that perspective today. And I saw this. Somebody said it the other day, and I'm stealing it. But I need you to write this down if this resonates with you. Don't confuse your performance with your identity. I'm going to say that again. Don't confuse your performance with your identity. Well, Jake, what do you mean? What I mean is this. Performance is what you do. Identity is who you are. So I'm speaking to some of you today. I have no idea this audience. Maybe you're brand new. Maybe you're a mega, mega superstar. But a lot of people, from my experience, clump those together and say, I am a failure. I am failing. And I am fill in the blank statement is very powerful. Careful what you're filling in that blank with. Yes, you might do activities and fail performing that activity. It does not make you a failure. Is this making sense? All right. So today, this is about accepting our reality. I have done this training for five consecutive years now at this exact time because I can only do it one time of the year, right? So this is one of my favorite topics to teach too, and we're going to get really blazing here in just a second. But today is meant to look in their mirror, study the game film, and assess where am I right now? Where are you? Did you know it's July 1st? <laughs> okay. Do you even know where you're going? Do you have a plan to get there? Are you on track with that plan? Or have you drifted off course? No judgment. This is a judgment-free zone today. And I ask your permission to not judge me either, right? Ask yourself these four simple questions. Write them down. This is an acronym that somebody probably smarter than me has come up with or wherever. It doesn't even matter. It's the KISS questions. Not keep it simple, stupid. 
Here's what I want you to ask yourself at the end of every week, every end of every month, and especially right now, looking backwards, was it that I need to keep doing? That's the K. What is it that I need to keep doing? Something you've been doing over the last six months is working. Double down on it. Second question, the I in the KISS acronym is, what do I need to be more intentional about? Reflecting on your game film, if you just dialed it up a notch or put more focus and discipline on that something, it would change everything. What is it? The first S in the acronym is, what is it that I need to stop doing? Just cut it out. Cut your losses. Call a spade a spade. It's not working. (laughs) And then the last S, of course, is what is it you need to start doing? Come on. We're adults. You know what to do. (laughs) You're just not doing it. Get started. It's not too late. So that, that is the KISS question that you should be asking right now and hopefully carry forward at a minimum and ask yourself every month. Why? Because I believe in sports, in this case, the best athletes, the best teams, they study their own game film. They learn from that. Not only do they study that, but they also study the game film of their opponents so they know how to best position themselves to win. Now, this goes without being said that we're at the six-month mark, right? We're halfway through the year. Many of you are probably thinking, where in the hell did the time go? How is it July already? Or maybe not for some of us. It's been a long year, hasn't it? (laughs) Maybe some of you are also feeling the pressures and stresses around performance. I know I'm talking to somebody here. You know, you set these big lofty goals at the start of the year and like, oh, oh, I'm not exactly where I thought I would be by this time. So here's the deal. Today, we're going to teach. We're going to have each of one of you rather assess where you're at with no fear of judgment, just an honest inventory. And then by the end of this, ask yourself. Do I like where I'm at? If not, what are you going to do about it? Okay. So what I'm getting ready to do, I'm going to spend just maybe five, 10 minutes here showing something on the screen. I hope to God I've got sharing permissions and it shows up on your end, but I need you to bear with me. Thanks, Jesse. And just humor me just for a second. Take notes at the end of this before anybody can ask. Yes, I'm going to send Jesse or Zach, whoever I need to send it to this example. And I'm going to also include a blank version of this so you can take it and do it for your own business. Fair? So for now, just humor me. It's an example. Chill out. I know the numbers are different for all of you. Let's rock and roll. Hang on one second. But Jake, but Jake. I'm kidding. Oh, God. What now? What, Jesse? No, 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 it's awesome. It's (laughs) awesome. Keep rolling. All right, man. Let's do it. So guys, perspective. Can you see my screen, Jesse? Thumbs up. You're good. All right, nothing fancy here, but humor me, right? It's halftime. How are we doing? Let's say for the sake of my example today that I'm an agent who has a goal of earning $100,000. And because in my example, I've got an average sales price of $225 at 2.8%, trust my math on this, that also means I need to close somewhere around $3.5 million. All good so far? That's my annual goal. Now today, and again, you're going to have a chance to fill in all of this. Where am I at? Just taking inventory. My current reality is, for the sake of example, well, I've only earned $25,200 because I've closed four homes for a total of $900,000 in volume. Don't have to like it, but that's what's happened between Q1, Q2. From there, this is where it gets interesting. 
I'm going to nerd out with you guys a little bit today. Bear with me. My current percent of closed units versus my year or closed income versus my yearly goal is 25.2%. How do I know that? I'm just dividing these numbers into each other. So arguably, you could label yourself as underperforming if you just saw it so clear, cut, and dry, right? I'm not on pace. Therefore, the self-talk begins to happen. I'm behind. Maybe I should change my goals, blah, 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 blah. No. By the end of this, I got you. I got you. Don't change your goals. Change your activities. Watch what happens. So check this out. In this example, let's say I closed one of those four homes year to date in the first quarter and three of those homes in the second quarter. Whatever. Just saying. Example. Here's a coaching moment. I didn't believe this the first time I heard it. I was probably the biggest skeptic, but someone way smarter than me along the way said, Jake, there's this 65-35 thing that plays out in business, specifically real estate businesses. I'm like, huh? And I didn't believe it until I tested it for myself year over year. And damn, is it pretty accurate. And that is this. I call it the 65-35 rule. Typically, listen up now, 65% of your overall production will happen in two quarters. Meaning the other 35% of your total annual production happens in the other two quarters. Time out. Some of you right now who are claiming I'm behind might actually be exactly where you're supposed to be. I might have good news for you. Stop the panic button because when I set that annual goal, volume, units, GCI, let's not kid ourselves. It's not as clear cut as saying, take that and divide it by 12. No, you're setting yourself up for disappointment. It doesn't work that way. Trust me, 65-35 is a real thing. Now, for today's conversation, let's assume your best two quarters in your area, your market, your business are Q2 and Q3. Right? That's the busy selling season. Could be different. Let's just roll with it. So if that is true, my goal up here to hit that was 15. 15.87 units. So all I'm going to do is take 15.87 total units to earn six figures times 65%. That tells me actually 10.3 of my closings will come in my best two quarters. It also tells me the other not so great quarters, I'm now responsible for 5.5 closings. Is this making sense? So far, 65, 35, simple multiplication. Numbers don't show favorites. Numbers don't show emotion. They're just numbers. Some of you, this could be a liberating moment for you today. Let's continue. So now I'm analyzing this. That means because in my example, I close one in Q1, that actually means in Q4, I just need to come up with four or five sales. All right, that's not so bad. I got plenty of time to start building my pipeline and nurturing those leads to fill my, let's see here, October, November, December. Over those three months, you need to tell me right now I can't get four or five closings to happen. I'll bet you can. And it also means then if in my example, I close three in Q2, which is supposed to be my better quarters and Q3 is now upon us, that I need to close seven homes in July, August, September. Time is still on your side if you're willing to do the work. So right here, this now makes it 
uh, chunk down to a believable thing where you're not behind. Some of you are probably right where you're at because we're only accounting for Q1 and Q2. Most likely mixed in there is one of your slower months or quarters and one of your better quarters. Does this make sense? Let's keep going. Now, here's the nerd. Here's the nerd alert. Okay. Look at this. Did you know, at, literally, as of today, July 1st, 2021, there's 184 days left in the year? Did you know that? See, here's what I know. Championship teams, they always know the score, and they always know how much time is left on the clock. Hello. Of that, I'm, I'm getting, you're going to make fun of me because I know all of you are working your faces off, but 125 working days. Let's, let's just say, because why? I'm giving you 26 Saturdays off. I'm giving you 26 Sundays off, and I'm giving you seven federal holidays off. Let's just roll with there's 125 working days left in the year, and out of eight-hour workday, ha, 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 insert, yeah, right, Jake, that's 1,000 working hours. 1,000 working hours. So don't give up on your goal. We got plenty of time left on the clock as long as we get out of this locker room, this metaphorical locker room today, and go bust our tails and finish the second half of the game strong. You with me? Gets better. It's just math. 125 working days. And let's say all you did, all you did, I don't care if you're a mega, mega superstar, a dual career agent, you cannot convince me that every single person on here can't make five contacts a day. You, you can't do it. It's either important to you or it's not. So if I do that, and this is just an example, you're going to fill in your own number here. That's 625 new squeaky clean real estate conversations between now and the end of the year using my formula. Well, guess what? I've tracked this for five years now and largely tracked with lesser experienced brand new agents. So if that's you, use my number if you don't know your own. If you're an experienced agent, there's probably no way in hell your number's this high, and that's a good thing. But in my example, for every 50 conversations about real estate, it will actually end up yielding you one new piece of business. I didn't say immediately, but over time, if you're tracking it, man, it's, it's really spot on, okay? That's otherwise known as a 2% conversion rate. So if I make those 625 conversations, Divided by a 50 to one ratio, uh-oh, there it is. You get you got 12 and a half units still in front of you. Again, this is just my example. For some of you, that's great. For some of you are like, that's not enough. I don't care. You'll, you'll find your own math inside of this. Let's not stop there. 12 and a half, using my example, means an average commission of 6,300 bucks. There's another 80 grand on the table for you between now and the end of the year. How would that sound? How would 80 grand extra change your life? I don't know where I come from. That, that spends at Walmart. That does pretty all right. Okay. Now, if I divide that by the total number of hours work, that's a $78.75 per hour job. All right. I'm just breaking things down in different perspectives for you. But check it out. In my example, because I already had closed $25,000, my goal was six figures. If I pull this off, and add it to what I've already closed for the year, looky there, I actually still exceeded my goal with half the game left. It's just math. Somewhere in here, your goals exist too. Maybe you have a goal of doing a million dollars because you're running a mega team. Get everybody running this play. Let's see what's ha what happens. Maybe your goal is to do 300,000. I don't know, but that's why I'm going to give you your own worksheet 
to work through some of this stuff. I'm going to stop sharing my screen just for a second again. There we go. And, um, and pick it up from there. So there's a big focus on units as far as I'm concerned. This is generally what I would coach to. Why is that? Well, to use a sports analogy, <laughs> take, for example, last night as I'm watching this College World Series. If you're a Mississippi State fan, by the way, congratulations. It was incredible what they pulled off. Um, and by the way, same could be true for the softball and you know all that, to be fair. Yeah, I get a <gasps> baseball guy. But you're going to hear announcers say things like, they pretty much got it in the bag. They're playing for outs. You're going to hear sports announcers say that. Last night, the game was 9 nothing going into the ninth inning. They're playing for outs. doesn't matter if they give up a one or two run bomb. They're still, they got plenty of margin there for the win. That's how I see this too. I want us to play for outs, or in this case, play for the units. Units to me fixes everything. Why? Because if I go towards that unit goal, and let's say for say I do fall short, I still got volume and other things that can make up for it because I got lucky and scored a million dollar sale or something like that. But let's drive the unit count and let the other factors and vari variables, you know, make up for it if we happen to fall short on on the uh, unit count. Hope that makes sense. Okay. So in other words, we're focusing on market share. There you go. So what's so hard about this, you guys? <laughs> it's a rhetorical question. Nothing. You can't tell me having five conversations a day that are purposeful every day is hard. You, you can't do it. We make it hard, right? And then we go hide behind that complexity and say, see, I told you so. Guys, if it's important to you, you'll find a way. If it's not important to you, you will find an excuse. Period. End of story. Right. I really mean that. And, and yes, I'm a coach. So if anything I say offends you, I apologize, but it's out of love. And it might just because you didn't you didn't want to hear what I had to say. There's other fancy things out there that say things like, hey, you know what? What's easy to do is also easy not to do. Right. We don't don't let yourself fall victim to what I just showed you, because you're thinking the simplicity of it is too good to be true. We can find excuses. We can find reasons to make this more complicated than it really is. But the simplicity of what I just showed you, it's called time on task over time. Simple disciplines that repeated over time compound into massive results. The goal here is not to work more. You're never going to hear me say that. Do more, do more, do more. No. In fact, I'd love it if you work less. The goal here is to work the next 125 days, the next 1,000 working hours with more focus than ever before. What about this? What if on your calendar, you treated everything with the same importance that you would treat a million dollar listing appointment? That, what if that was the bar? You're here right now. Are you fully present with me right now? Or are you surfing Facebook? Wherever you are, be focused and be there, right? If I'm at work, damn it, I'm at work because otherwise I could be at home right now spending time with my kids. So yeah, I am feisty with how we protect and or utilize our time. What if you only allowed the top 20% things to show up on your calendar and you were disciplined to say no to the rest of it? What if you actually cut out the BS and stopped overcomplicating things so you can later behind that, hide behind that complexity as evidence that it was hard or using as justification for future failure? Are you with me? We do this. I do this. I'm not preaching to you. 
We're all guilty of this, man. Guys, success is simple, not easy. It's boring at times. It can be repetitious. And some of us, <laughs> me especially, I'm a high, high, like, woo, squirrel. We just need to just get over it and accept the boredom that's associated with mastery. Repetition, man. Those athletes on TV, they still put a ball on the tee every day and take hundreds of swings. One half of this game is over. We can never get it back again. You're back in the locker room. Imagine us right now sitting together in a literal locker room because I've said it's halftime. We're getting ready to go back out there and win this game. I want you to reflect what's working, what's not working. Maybe you can leave here and establish a new game plan, a new set of habits like, gee, I don't know, five conversations a day. Let's go kick some tail, right? Again, don't confuse your performance with your identity. Performance is what you do. Identity is who you are. So here's my question that I ask most of the people I have the opportunity to train. Are you ready to get your jersey dirty? (laughs) That's our locker room slogan. I got to be cheesy, man. Are you ready to get your jersey dirty? Real estate is a contact sport. Are you, in fact, ready to take the next 125 days and work with more focus than ever before? Cut out all the other excuses. Take a stance for yourself. Take a stance for your family. I guarantee you, if you work the next six months with more focus than ever before, it'll change your life forever. I mean that with everything in my bones. Most people end up just dragging on their success. They limp their way through their excuses. That ain't us, guys. If you're here on agent power huddle, emphasize power, that ain't you. You're not average. You're not like most of them. I really believe that. It's time to buckle down, right? Come back to me in six months and say, Jake, you're a damn liar. Or maybe you're just this crazy, simple genius. I don't know. But the only way you can call me out on that is by doing it, not taking a single day off for six months, five five conversations minimum. Let's see what happens. Maybe for you, that's 10. Again, you're going to have your worksheet to fill it out. All I know, and I'll leave you with this. I know we're pushing time, Jesse, is going back to these Olympic athletes. Guys, they're committed. (laughs) I mean, that's commitment right there. We don't see the 16 hours a day they're spending training for that one shot, that one moment. We can say we want all of this for ourselves. But there's a difference, a big difference between commitment and just being interested. A lot of us say we're, we're committed, but in fact, we're just interested. I'm just interested in achieving that goal that I set out this year to achieve. Again, I'm going to hold you to a higher standard. And I know Jesse will as well, because that's who he flies with. That ain't you. That's not us. Don't let that self-talk happen. Well, maybe I need to be realistic and change my goals. After all, I'm behind. <sighs> let, it, let the other people do that. Not you. Commitment is doing what you said you were going to do long after the feeling or emotion in which you said it has passed. I'm going to say it again. Commitment is doing what you said you were going to do long after the feeling or emotion in which you said it has passed. Think back to a time in your life. Gee, I don't know. Hmm, New Year's resolutions. (laughs) Because we're so caught up in the moment, the energy, the peer pressure, whatever the case is, and we say something out loud, but in the back of our mind, you weren't committed. It just sounded good. Oh, this is my new year, new me. And then two weeks later, you're like, no, where'd that person go? That 
is it. Six months right now, are you still jacked up, crazy excited as you were six months ago when you set that goal for yourself? That's commitment, right? So I'll leave it there with two minutes to spare, but I hope you guys got something out of this. It's just a two-minute warning, though. You got two whole minutes. You the can two-minute warning. <laughs> you don't have any more plays you can run. Anyway, oh, I should have. I should. No, I'm. Well, I'm going to make those those sheets for you guys available. Just you just let me know offline where I need to send them or I can get them to Zach. But yeah. guys, this is simple. It's, it's it's really not that complicated. And if those weren't impressive numbers to you, again, you're going to have the chance to fill in what is your contact and all the ratios and things like that. So. I- I've been in real estate 17 years, Jake, and I've never thought of the idea of a halftime, right? Like, I love this. And the fact that you're doing this on July 1st, I don't know how many more times you're doing this today, but like, boom, spot on, right? And and you can probably get a couple day window, you can keep rolling with this, but we are half, this is literally it, guys. Jake, this is such amazing material and such an amazing shift. I took took lots and lots of notes here on my side. This is really good stuff. Pay, Pay attention to the scoreboard, guys. That's what championship teams win do do is they watch the game film and at all times they know what the score is and they know how much time is left on the clock. It, it might be crazy. It's a simple Google calculator thing to say, well, today is July 1st and, you know, December 31st being the last day, it'll auto calculate for you everything that I just shared. I'm not that smart. I promise. Yeah. But it you're, does you're- give us perspective. Go ahead, Jeff. You're pretty smart. I'll give you a little credit, but but yeah. I, but, but I will say I just put a, a the link to your the the locker room website into the chat because yeah. if you want more, Jake has so much good content and check in on what he's doing, guys. It's an amazing coaching and training company. It really is. Um, so check in on that, and I will make sure that we get this document from Jake and we get it c- connected to you guys. So if you want more info, just thank you for being here on the uh, halfway through the year, Jake. This is awesome. My pleasure, guys. Go All out, right. kick some tail in the second half of this game. Cheering you on. Let's do it. Have a good day, guys. Bye, everybody. All right, y'all. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.